You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Datfilling Podcast Network. You already know what it is when you hear the voice, you hear the music, and it's that time of the week, that Thursday uh, for everybody else. It's that Tuesday, that Wednesday for all our Patreon members, so you get it a day early. It's the homie Mac, a.k.a. your boy, coming with another episode of I Said What I Said, Don't At Me. Uh, And there are some things I want to talk about today, some things that I know is going to get some people upset, but... It's something that has been bothering me for a while. Uh, I briefly touched on it in a previous episode a few, I'll say probably a few months back. But uh, I got to hit it back up again because certain people just want to keep jumping and and, and being on TV and being on the news. So we're going to have to talk about it. But uh, before that, let me shout out the crew, that feeling podcast network. Um wherever you listen to your podcast at just go to the search bar type that feeling podcast network and then enjoy all the content we have on there for y'all um also want to shout out the sponsors uh who we got plugs wireless headphones uh audioswim.com and premiereelement.com right they'll get you squared away huh now for those who are listening to me talk uh, that is because um, you are listening to us on one of your many streaming platforms. Or if you're listening to me talk earlier, i.e. Tuesday or a Wednesday, that is because you joined the Patreon. Um, and I'm doing this live on the Patreon as well. So if you want to jump in the conversation, be able to throw comments in, listen to me talk live, uh, be involved in the conversations, this is how you do it go to www.patreon.com slash that feeling podcast join for as low as three dollars a month and you can get uh the opportunity to 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 get the link to the live stream and join your boy talking about whatever it is uh the topic of the week is right um and then again yeah that'll be that um i'm messing around with my mixer here uh sound maybe going back and forth a little bit i'm trying to make sure that it's not the case uh, my son was messing around with it in my last podcast last week um got messed up because it was like echoing and shit so i'm trying to make sure that it doesn't do that hence why i got the headphones on this time so we'll see how that works anyway let's go ahead and jump right into it man because it's late here it's 11 o'clock i'm not trying to be up all night but i know i was trying to get this out to you guys so uh listen up listen listen linda linda listen so i like to start this off normally i have a drink up here but uh i think i left it downstairs um i already had a couple glasses but uh crown apple and, and sprite you know i just go with what i know i just go with what i know uh used to be a ciroc dude but you know did he just raise the prices up um just like he won't give uh raise the price on 
the cost of Mace getting his masters back. So he likes to raise the price on things. So I like to try to support black businesses. Um, whatnot. I know Ciroc is not totally owned by Diddy, but you know, he, he gets a nice profit off of that. But um, I don't know who owns Crown, but they, they seem to be doing the damn thing with them uh, $22 bottles, which is right around my price range. So that is what it is. But that's what I was sipping on. Um, I got some suggestions for a name for that. Um, I'll, I'll pass them in the smoke pit uh, this Friday. So uh, what's been going on with your boy? Let me tell y'all something, man. I don't know if you guys um, have heard of a app called Nextdoor, right? So it's an app that you download and based on your location, it gives you neighborhoods you can join. So obviously you download it. They use a GPS it's like oh this is your neighborhood you're in this area here are some of the suggestions for neighborhoods you can join so you can talk about shit in the neighborhood i.e. hey is the HOA car bothering anybody else is anybody else getting fucking shit from the HOA for x y and z and people be like no then other people can be like okay then this is bullshit um hey there's kids that have been trying to break into my car on this street in this area so everybody you know you just kind of keep everybody in loop it's almost like uh organized snitching <laughs> in a sense it's like organized snitching so you just get in there and you snitch or you know complain about some shit or whatever um i have yet to post anything original in there i.e posting a uh, original topic with a thread but uh this whole app has been something different um it's, it was something crazy during the leading up to the election uh it got hella political in there uh people complaining about uh political signs getting stolen out their yards um and then people be in the comments like uh <laughs> they'd be bashing each other like somebody be like somebody stole my trump sign out my out my yard but that's okay they don't know that i have five more waiting to take its place uh it's a shame that these liberal people will get so upset uh that it would drive them to commit crimes and then somebody be like well i had a joe biden harris thing and it was stolen out my yard so it's not just us doing it republicans still too and i'm just in this thing like yo so we ain't gonna complain about people parking their car on the curb even though we're not allowed to so it just makes the street one way like we just this is what we're using neighborhood for like no crimes no no you know what i'm saying like y'all ain't even using this shit for what it's supposed to be used for and then like after a while um like you'll log into the app and it'll be like if you are looking to post something political try posting it in these you know and it's just like oh my god like the app had to re-up itself because people were losing their shit about this election stuff. But um, the one today is the one that got me. Um, and this was on Facebook. So it's a Facebook group for the neighborhood. And this lady was complaining about kids at the park who were cussing. And which she was like, they're about 11 to 13, somewhere around that age range. And I was just like, uh, I'm, I'm just reading this thing like when I was 11 to 13 in that age group i was i was the minute i left the house i was trying to cuss up a storm because i was like i'm not allowed to talk like this in the house all my friends are talking like this so when i get out the house i'm a whole new person i'm chopping it up i'm 
cussing everybody out for no reason i'm just cuss 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 like because <laughs> i felt like one of the cool people like my mom is super strict man like uh you know growing up in a in a, in a church going household and stuff and she's just like you know that's the worldly stuff that's secular that's that you know so every time me and my older brother went out the house we like yo we gotta we gotta cut up because we know when we get in the house we can't cut up so i understand what these kids are doing at the park um the part that got me is where she was just like um so if your kid is in the park uh you might want to talk to them when they get home like there's not like a dozen parks in this whole <laughs> in this whole area and she was like I also have pictures of these kids if you guys would like to see them then I was just like yo so you just out here just taking pictures of kids at the park who aren't committing any crimes or anything you're just out here snapping pictures of kids at the park like that's I think that's a crime in and of itself ain't it <laughs> just rolling through parks taking pictures of kids ain't that that that's got to be some kind of uh, crime um, that <laughs> that Chris Hansen should just roll up on with a, a bowl of chips and have you take a seat somewhere you know what I'm saying but yeah I, I, and like nobody was calling her out on it like everybody was just like what park is it there's some kids who do that at the park by my house too and I'm just like are we just overlooking the fact that she's out here taking pictures of kids um, at the park kids that are not hers that aren't like vandalizing they're not uh, defacing any of the, the property they're just out there using their freedom of speech apparently because uh, that was a whole thing not too long ago freedom of speech you get to be able to say whatever you want but now here comes some kids out there exercising their freedom of speech and now it's a big deal now they can't cuss at the park you know what if their parents is letting them cuss you don't know what the hell their parents letting them do mind your business karen close your window close your your doors or whatever and and, and just let it be you the one picked the house by the park thinking that it'd be an amazing thing for your kids you send your kids out there and the, the older kids cussing like i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you um except keep that same energy i was having during the election where people was out there saying reckless shit and you just like freedom of speech it's my body, my my mouth. I can say what I want. Them kids is on it now. Y'all raised them like that. You know what I'm saying? All this shit y'all was doing leading up to this shit, saying saying whatever the fuck it is you want. Your kids looking up to you like, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Now the kids out there wilding the fuck out, and you want them to calm the fuck down? Nah. This is what you made America. You made kids that just go out here and be cussing at parks now, and not caring what you say. Hey, maybe you guys shouldn't do that. Hey, maybe you should shut the fuck up, lady. Like, yo. Hey, freedom of speech. Hey, Second Amendment rights. They got a good deal on playing. <laughs> Don't tread on them. Don't tread on them. That's what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted that free America like that. You want everybody to, 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 to defend their rights. Kids out there defending their rights to cuss up a storm at the park. Let it be. Y'all just mad and shit. Y'all just bad when shit don't go your way. Then, then it's a problem. When somebody else complaining about y'all doing that shit because it's what you want, nah, it's cool. I'm just saying. Can't have your cake and eat it too. I don't know why that's a saying because if I had cake, I would want to eat it. I'm not buying cake just to just sit it on the counter. That's just me though. <laughs>
This episode is brought to you in part by Audio Swim. Go to audioswim.com today and upload your tracks for as little as $5 a track. Premier Element UAE. Go to www.premierelement.com and get your representation. They don't do just music, they do sports as well. And also, get the plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter in code INT15 on checkout and you will get a 15% discount. Oh, and you don't have to pay for them up front. They also accept Suzzle. Now back to the show. Oh, man. Anyway, let's get into the main topic. Um, so how I want to approach this is very delicately. Um, however, the longer I talk about it, the more messy it'll get. So I'll try to keep it clear, concise, and to the point. Kenneth Copeland. My man, not my man. Kenneth Copeland. Um, is back in social media again. Uh, once again, uh, re-ridding the world of COVID um, by declaring judgment on it on behalf of God. Because um, he's just that dude, right? He's that powerful. Kenneth. I'm not saying God is not that powerful, but Kenneth on behalf of God, he's like, I can channel God's power through my body onto the earth because I'm the I'm the conduit. Right. So uh, I know the first time you guys heard of Kenneth uh, doing this was the infamous COVID-19. I blow the wind of God. You are out of here. I blow the wind of God. <laughs> and then it got remixed into a song by uh, I Marquis or Suede the Remix God, one of them. And it, it turned into a little bop. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna hold it. It turned into a bop. But it was him and like two of his right hand men, and they was just repeating everything he said. And he was sure as hell damning COVID 19 to, to hell the fires of hell to come up and burn it out of the air purify all that other stuff um made he made a very big spectacle of doing i mean he covid 19 i blow <sighs> the wind of god you are gone like just demanding that covid go away I don't know when this was. When was this? Uh, let's see if my slow laptop wants to work. COVID-19. That beat, bro. Y'all need to... I blow. Oh. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at with this? Oh, March 29th. In March 29th, he executed judgment on COVID-19, claimed it was finished and over, and that the U.S. was now healed and well again. This was the one where he blew, so. He did that, and I'm not sure if you guys have been tracking what COVID has been doing. Uh, cases are increasing, so obviously, 
Um, this was a swing and a miss for uh, Kenneth Copeland. So, and before that, on March 11th, uh, Kenneth Copeland, while on his show, claimed to heal the viewers of his TV show of the disease by asking them to touch the television set as he prayed for them. Um, he then called COVID a weak strain of the flu and that the fear of it was sin and putting faith in the devil. And he also said that he did not agree with pastors who canceled their services due to the coronavirus, saying, I want you in my church. If we have to pass out thermometers, we'll do it. If we find one with the fever, let's get him healed right here. What if you get it? Big deal, right? So we all know hundreds of thousands of people have passed away because of COVID. So it is kind of a big deal, right? Um, Copeland has repeatedly said during the pandemic that it has ended or would end soon. He said at one point, God himself told him that it would soon be over as Christians' prayers have overwhelmed it. And that the pandemic was brought to America by displays of hate towards President Donald Trump by critics because that display of hate interfered with the divine protection that God had placed on Donald Trump. Um, now, more recently, <coughs> I don't know if he was a guest in another church or if somebody came to his church to speak, but he was the, the guest or the other guy was speaking and Kenneth Copeland just again, just interrupted and just started yelling at COVID, putting his hands out there saying that it was over. Um, so here's, here's the first question I got, right? Um, Kenneth Copeland, um, who else, who else out here? think jesse duplantis was out here riding for for trump like that but what was that what was the the angels are coming from africa the angels are coming from africa Raka tiki daka daka. who was that is paula paula white came paula i think that's it her and her son were just on that two hour tangent trying to pray donald trump to stay in the house um, saying that it's God's thing. Kenneth Copeland was was laughing. Uh, where is it? He like he just was laughing. They're just like, hey, the uh, the media is saying that Biden has won this election. Ha 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 ha. Like it was the most joker type laugh like just delusional laughing and his whole congregation was cutting up too and the, the funny thing about that if you watch that video like they they find the one brother in that in that whole audience and the camera's on him like yeah yeah we got black people in here cutting up too it's not just all white people so black people they get too uh, like here's the thing when we see shit like that we're not shocked. Like, uh, there's a saying going around: all skin folk ain't kin folk, right? Not everybody is 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 down with um, 
you know, the cause. Like everybody, black people, let me just, black people are not a monolith, right? We we are free to think and, and believe our own things, but at the same time, my guy, um, my guy, that's all I'm gonna say on that. But here's, here's my question. Um, and I don't know if there's a member of Kenneth Copeland's congregation uh, who listens to my podcast. I, I doubt it, right? <laughs> I doubt it, but uh, I'm going to just go ahead and say that um, at what point do you look at your pastor, your spiritual leader, your shepherd, your guide, your your mentor, your spiritual mentor, the person you go to see that you pay this man's salary and pl- and more, and he is out here acting a whole fool, a whole entire fool, and you continue to go to this church. Like this dude has a swing and a miss, swing and a miss. Hey, put your hands on the screen. I'm going to heal you from COVID. Strike one. COVID-19, I execute judgment on behalf of God. I blow the wind of God on you. You are finished. Strike two. Uh, laughing at the, the media calling the election for Joe Biden, saying that it was hilarious and, and all that other stuff. Ha, 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 ha. 85 recounts later, Joe Biden still won. Strike three. Um, now you out here again trying to ban COVID um, and here I am in Arizona where uh, cases are, are ridiculously high and they're climbing again strike four like I don't know what sport you get four swings and misses but he's got to be out by now so here's my question to the members of that church that ministry you see this why do you continue to go back to this church why do you continue to humor this person? Why do you continue to to allow this man to bamboozle you? You guys are there. You're hoodwinked, bamboozled, ran astray, let amuck, whatever it is, led astray, ran amuck. I don't know. Y'all are just y'all can't keep doing this. Y'all got to call this stuff out because I'll tell you like this. Um, I grew up in the church and we never went to a church where the pastor was so over the top obvious pulling for one candidate in an election this is how we did it when it was an election our pastor would be like let's just pray to god that whoever the people elect um that he uses good judgment um he's in good health all this other stuff like we are praying to support whoever gets elected. This election, they were like, we need Trump in here now. We, Trump is the one that is needed. And then when you read into it, like Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis, like they were all in on like Trump's uh, advisory and all this other stuff. Like Trump would just go to them for like his spiritual advice and all that. So they were, they had it in, you know what I'm saying? They had it in. Um, they were wanting Trump to win because they were in with Trump. Trump is just like, oh, you support me? Uh, I'll, I'll make sure, you know, you guys are like 
tax like nobody taxes y'all for shit um you have to look at it that way it's a very shady look uh but that's a whole nother thing which which we'll kind of quickly dive into but my main thing is this man is every sunday you go to church this man is preaching the word of god to you um and he's just like god is telling me this god says corona's going away god says this god says this and everything he is saying that god has told him to tell you is not happening um and i'm all for the you know things will happen when god is ready for them to happen so if that's the case um give us the time like god is not just going to tell you to come out here and be like blow covid away in march and then here it is december and covid is still (laughs) you see what i'm saying like like at what point are you going to church looking at this dude like hey yo ken ken kenny kc hey yo kc bro i don't think you're talking to god bro like on my mom on, on, on the hood man like you ain't talking to god son right now ask god how many fingers i got behind my back cuz and if you're wrong if you're wrong i'm gonna I'm, I'm sock you cuz that's on the dead homies <laughs> hey dog hey hey cuz hey how many fingers i got cuz hey hey how you spell my mama name though ask god how you spell my mama name like <laughs> you gotta you gotta start questioning this man's integrity at some point you just can't let this man just keep skedaddling and, and, and just being wrong all over the place and then you just walk right up there next Sunday knowing this man was 0 for 4 and all his God said God said God said and you giving him more money you taking money out of your pocket putting in a tray this man has told people that they should continue to pay, pay tithes even though oh my god as many lost their jobs in the economic crisis that the outbreak caused, Kenneth Copeland told followers to continue paying tithes even if they lost their job. I'm going to give you a, a quick guess. A quick guess. Why Kenneth told people to do that. I'll give you a couple seconds. I wish I had my drink. I don't. Y'all done? You, you, you finished? You finished? Because I'm going to tell you why. Because um, that's how that, that's, that's his pay that's his salary your tithes if you stopped paying tithes and stopped doing that he would not get money he would probably get money because he got books and shit so he's probably getting money that way um but yeah i mean he's just at this point um i think he's just doing it for for shock value he's doing it for entertainment like he's just an entertainer at this point like you can't look at him and be like no he's a He's a man of God. He's a prophet. He's 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 not. He is a traveling salesman in my eyes. This is me. I said what I said. Um, people may come at me. Oh, you can't say that about Kenneth Copeland. He's a man of God. I don't know his relationship with God. I just know he probably ain't listening to him, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like the shit that he's been saying that God is telling him like are you sure it's him like are you sure God just talks to you like that um I know people would be like God is speaking to me um 
mostly people who like the holy spirit's talking to me either way like you're hearing voices and you're just like like god is really telling you to get up here and blow coronavirus away because i feel like you just blew it over to arizona and california the way these cases is going i feel like that's what you're doing here kenneth and we don't need that over here man we need you to make this go away or we need god to make it go away so ask god again when it's going away um but all the money this dude is making private planes uh six million dollar mansion uh no tax on the property because it's a, a, a it's a clergy house or a parish um so pretty much all it is is it is a house that belongs to the church that they put the pastor and and, and leaders of the church in um it's supposed to be tax free and all that stuff they don't get taxed for it um because if they move and a new pastor comes in that new pastor is supposed to move into that house um but that never happens because when pastors leave a house or something like that, they would probably sell it uh, because they bought the house with the ridiculous money that they've been making. Um, speaking of ridiculous money. Now, this um, this list is two years old. But as of 2018, Kenneth Copeland's net worth was $760 million, And this is from MoneyInc.com. And the article is richest pastors in the world. Um, I don't know if Wikipedia has a updated net worth. Um, as of April 2020, Wikipedia says that uh, Kenneth Copeland is worth 300 million. Um, so yeah, either way, my man is worth some money. Um, I don't know if that was a big ass drop from seven i mean mathematically yes that's a big drop i just don't know how accurate either one of these sources are either way when you're looking at it how does a pastor get this much money you know like at what at what point does one be like i want to be a man of god i want to spread the gospel like you don't get into this profession this line of service because it's a public service like if you're getting into this this ministry this job this occupation um for with, with the intent or with the purpose of being rich i feel like that is wrong right off rip <laughs> um again like i it's it's hard because i can't like say in all confidence like i can't sit here and try to tell pastors what they should be making right i feel like a pastor if they are about it about it for god should kind of know when this is a little excessive right um he has been uh on record him and other televangelists uh jesse duplantis have been on record saying that they have these private jets they need these private jets 19 million dollar private jets right they need them because flying in coach is like oh man i gotta get this quote i gotta get this quote you're not going to believe it mm -hmm. let me find this thing Ooh. to hear these episodes completely ad-free go to www 
www.patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe today for as little as $3 and you will get all these episodes ad-free. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash podcast. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Here we go. In 2015, no, for before that. Um, so in 2009, Copeland's $3.6 million jet was denied tax exempt status, right? Opening up a possible investigation to the church's expenses. Copeland failed to disclose the salaries of his directors. In 2008, the ministry stated it owned five airplanes, one of which was valued at $17.5 million. Copeland's ministry bought a multi-million Gulfstream V jet airplane. I like how it says Copeland's ministry, like the church gets to use it. Like if somebody's just like, oh, I want to visit my family, but I don't have enough for, for plane tickets, you know, they'll be like, oh, just take the Gulfstream. Nigga, if, <laughs> like if that's, if that is what the pastor was doing, like if the pastor is buying jets like that to help the congregation fly from here to there, here to there, I, I would be like, yo, this, this pastor is on point. But do you think Kenneth Copeland is doing that? Do you think Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis, all these guys with these private jets are utilizing this? Like, it's like the this is for the ministry, but I'm the only one who uses it. Come on, guys. Like, again, if there's anybody who is attending any of these, like Joel Osteen, like if anybody's attending these mega churches where these pastors are worth multi-million, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, and they have jets and they have all this other stuff, and you just go home in your Toyota Tercel that they don't even make anymore, and you're thinking about flying to go visit your family, but things are tight, he has a whole private jet, Gulfstream B, five that he ain't letting you take like you go to him it would really mean a lot they're really sick my mom's really sick oh wow i would like to go visit her wow you want us to pray and see if god will bless you with some money to go visit her no i would can i use that ah the golf stream ah golf uh, uh the pj is uh is on it's in the shop uh for repairs like like open your eyes people like it sounds like i know it sounds like i'm trying to tell y'all to just get out of church i'm not just stop going to church stop being stupid (laughs) going to these mega churches being led astray by these pastors who are just these pastors and if you're just listening it's air quotes i'm doing these pastors that are just out for 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 fucking um for the money they're just out here for the monies, you know? But let me get to what he said about these private jets. So Kenneth Copeland, in a broadcast alongside fellow televangelist Jesse Duplantis, defended the use of private jets as a necessary part of the ministry, comparing flying in a commercial plane to getting in a long tube with a bunch of demons. Fam. Fam. Your pastor said riding in coach is like riding with demons. You know who sits in coach? The average American citizen, the middle class sits in coach. I'm there with my wife, my t- my my two teenagers and my and my and my 3-year-old. I'm considered a demon? 
you can't chill and coach with your boy you know who you know who rolled with the the common people jesus you know who never thought he was above the normal the, the common people jesus i people like these guys kenneth and jesse jesse even took it further what did jesse say hold on let me find what let me find what jesse what all jesse said May 2018, national news media outlets accused Duplantis of asking his followers to donate money to him so he could buy a new $54 million private jet, the Dassault Falcon 7X. Duplantis. <laughs> like, at what point are you not satisfied with your other private jet? Like, <laughs> like did he have the Gulfstream 5 and then he saw uh kenneth about to cop it he's like ah oh, no we can't have the same joint i need that Dassault falcon 7x like the fact that they have brand names for this shit is like us being like oh shit i want that you know 2020 escalade or i want they'd be like nah nah i want the Dassault falcon 7x nigga that's a whole nother level of rich while you paying this man's thing and you riding back in your honda civic hatchback making me mad <laughs> anybody going to these people's churches making me mad uh anyway so um duplantis said that his organization jesse duplantis ministries had already paid for the three three private jets by 20 2006 and that he had been using them by just burning them up for the lord jesus christ duplantis defended his choice by saying i really believe that if jesus was physically on the earth today he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Think about that for a minute. He'd be in an airplane preaching gospel all over the world. In response to a wave of criticism, DePlantis stated on his ministry website, I'm not asking you to pay for my plane. I'm asking you to pray for my plane. In 2016, DePlantis and fellow televangelist Kenneth Copeland defended their use of private jets with the claim that commercial planes were full of demons. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, <laughs> I'm mad for y'all. And I'm mad that y'all are not mad. Like, I'm mad. I'm not even in the church. He ain't even taking my money. And I'm mad. Y'all in there shoveling money to this man. Fueling up his G6. Or, I'm sorry, his uh, fucking Blue Falcon uh, X-Wing fighter stealth jet. Whatever he's got. How are y'all doing that? How are y'all doing that and feeling good about yourselves? How? I would, I would love to know. I would love to have that conversation with somebody. I would love for them to tell me how they are cool with this shit happening. Because it, it hurts me because I grew up in the church, but I just, I just never was in a church where the 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 motive i was almost kind of in it in san diego because you know our pastors living in la jolla they had mercedes and, and cadillacs and stuff and you know 
it, it was it was always money building fund building fund building fund we'll, we'll do tithes and offerings and then we'll send a separate offering for the building fund and we never we never never saw that building like we had a nice drawing a nice scale model of what it would look like and we're just like oh my god we can almost if we get into this new building we about to be we about to blow up every church has that building fund they always got that model or or drawing or a picture of this is what the new building hey we already got the land we already got the land never seen the land (laughs) never seen the land never like we already got this land it's already out there it's a nice this many acres and here's the building we're gonna put on it like he never tells us where the land is like we just can't roll up on it and see a sign like sold to see time and harvest church you know what i'm saying like we don't see that we just hear what he's saying like this is like because you're when you're in a church it's because you're there you're vulnerable you're just looking for something you just i'm here because of something I, i need something in my life i'm trusting you pastor to guide me there i'm trusting you to give me the advice i'm trusting you to just help me be my best self and you're just taking advantage of people this is what god wants he wants us to be in a bigger church he wants us to excel and then their whole thing is like they want to have all of this stuff because if they have all of this stuff then the sinners in the world who are struggling will look at them and be like look how prosperous they are if i get into the church i can be that prosperous then you go to the church and you see the pastor being prosperous and then the motherfucker you sitting to in the church driving the same shit you got with the same struggle check to check hey how long you been going here oh i've been here five years it's amazing oh word this ain't for me dog (laughs) me and you the same struggle actually you struggling more than me and you've been throwing all your money to him and you live in check to check okay okay that makes sense i'm out of (laughs) here yo yo stop falling for this stuff man stop falling for this stuff not saying all churches is bad not saying all pastors are, 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 are out to get people but when you look when you look at these guys out here with these super churches mega churches they ain't about that life man they ain't about that life they ain't about that life that you think a pastor should be about they about just just getting as much as they can before they get caught because it's only a matter of time it's only a matter of time that's that's pretty much all i gotta say on that huh told you i was gonna get passionate about that man like it just i hate people who just take advantage of other people like that at, at their most vulnerable like people who are coming to you for help and you were just taking advantage of them flying on you got six private jets my guy where are you flying to where are you flying to are you you just fly speaking and then you fly back on sunday because i would be like why is our pastor bailey here on sundays oh he's flying around preaching at other people's churches oh why the f- <laughs> i was about to be all mad again let me calm the fuck down calm the fuck down and and, and start working our way out of here i want to thank you guys for tuning in listening to me rant um i would love for this to be an actual conversation dialogue so i will post um 
this question uh, on my YouTube, or not my YouTube, but uh, my Facebook at I Said What I Said Podcast, and then on uh, Instagram as well, Said What I Said Podcast. Um, I'm looking to have feedback. Um, I know some of the people who listen do attend churches. Um, let me know how you feel about that. Um, I know you're probably going to come at me a little sideways, but I said what I said. I'm not dissing you. I'm just saying, show me some evidence that that can prove what I'm saying is wrong. Because I, I think that'd be pretty hard to do. Um, again, shout out to DFPN, man. Doing a great job. Season three living our best life um again if you join the patreon at patreon.com slash podcast you can be entered for a chance to win 100 bucks we're doing the drawing on december 16th so keep that in mind uh as low as three dollars a month that's 36 dollars a year every quarter or every three months if, if you don't know what a quarter is <laughs> is uh we do a drawing for 100 bucks so um that's just something that might entice you plus you get to jump in uh to the podcast free while we're recording them uh get to participate um we have drawings merch uh we just gave uh free headphones to somebody wireless headphones hundred dollars we give out shirts uh what else we've been throwing out there i mean it's it's we just give shit away because uh, we're all about the the community and stuff so um if you want to follow all that stuff um Go to Facebook, search that Film Podcast Network. It's a whole page. Uh, go to YouTube um, and subscribe to the Death Film Podcast Network YouTube channel. Um, you can catch us everywhere. I'll put all the links and shit in the description. But uh, if you're listening to this uh, audio, then just just go where I told you to go. Go where I told you to go. You you will not be disappointed. With that being said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and cut this. Uh, podcast out um and I always like to end it like this and, and, and it's a quote I always say so there, I said a lot of things tonight um, and there's people who will agree with what I said and I'm pretty sure there's hella people who are going to disagree but at the end of the day I said what I said and don't at me I'm the homie Mac aka your boy y'all take care peace <laughs>